I would 100% oh. expect a dog oh, to beat a human in a yeah, marathon. <clears throat> they gave the dog a medal. Oh, as well as they should have. <laughs> but we are back with another episode of Coffee, Contracts, and Cocktails. Thank you for supplying the coffee today. <laughs> <laughs> um, in today's news, a dog won a marathon and placed seventh after being let out to go pee. Right? <laughs> they didn't win the marathon when they played seventh, but they ran one. The dog was let out to pee and then finished seventh in a half marathon. Oh, but excuse yes. me. Okay, well, there you have it. <laughs> Big news going on today. Um, in other news, um, <clears throat> again, we're your hosts, Jess, Corey, and Pat, and um, Molly, who's not wearing her dino outfit because she needs a bath and she stinks. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Sorry to, sorry to throw you under the bus like that, Molly. <laughs> uh, she kind of stinks. Um, today we're going to go ahead and cover uh, what we promised from last week, which is how to sell your house on your own. Because I'm not afraid to tell you how to do it, because what about... Eh, I think of what we tracked from 2019, about 30% of people were able to sell their houses on their own. Does that sound about right? Uh, Round numbers sake? Yeah. I guess Roughly. in some capacity, they were able to sell it. And this is, this is for, uh, even for you, because this was before your time. Um, <laughs> before your time. Uh, it was basically of the people that we had reached out to and connected with in some way, shape, or form. So it's not all for sale by owners everywhere. It's just the ones that we were targeting. Right. There's a lot. Um, about 30% of them lit or didn't list, but they sold on their own successfully. We're pretty confident, sold on their own. Technically, <clears throat> it's probably another 30% that did wind up listing. I mean, yeah, it was the lists were about even on, mm. on those, and then it was about 20% or so who went off market and just never, never did, did anything. anything. And then the other 20% are like still active. Yep. So, teach you how to do it on your own. You know, if you're wanting to save a couple bucks, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, it's a risk-reward thing, is what I want to start out saying. Doing for sale by owner is a... I say high risk, because if you don't have anyone helping you, um, and you don't know what you're doing, and you're like, you know what, I just want to save the commission, it is a risk. I mean... It's not like it's hard to sell a house. No. What we do is <clears throat> not... It's not rocket science. Rocket science, brain surgery, you name it. There's just things that we know to look for and verbiage that we know to use to protect our clients, whereas the average consumer might or might not have that knowledge. So it could cost you a couple hundred bucks, could cost you a couple thousand dollars, or you could do it perfectly fine. Right. Just depends on how it goes. Sure. So say you want to sell your home on your own. What's your first step? My first step... If I was selling my house on my own, straight up consumer, or just because I'm giving, we are giving, providing the knowledge, um, declutter. You declutter first. That's what you should do. Taking down all of your personal pictures. Okay, so we're in St. Louis. We're in the St. Louis market. What do we do when we walk into homes and we see pictures of people? We immediately gravitate towards them to see if we know who they are. If we know who somebody else is in one of the other pictures, did we go to high school with them? That sort of stuff. Take that stuff down. It's distracting. Um, you've probably 
done it whenever you've gone and looked at homes and you don't realize it. <clears throat> Take that step down. That would be step number one. Okay. Step number two, um, truthfully, I'd interview agents. I would interview agents knowing full well I'm not going to hire any of them and I would just gather prices. See I'd, what they think mm -hmm. you should list your house for and then mm -hmm. just say thanks for your time. Bye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's free information for you that's more reliable than Zillow because all Zillow is doing is looking at an algorithm on a computer. They have, they're not physically inside of your house, right? They have no idea what the inside of your house looks like. They're basing it off of everything in the area. But I would venture to say that most people who are wanting to pursue the for sale by owner option mm -hmm. are not interested in talking to agents at all. Fair. They know their neighborhood best, they this, they that, whatever, they can look up the same information we can. Not really, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't need to talk to us. Sure. So what do you think they should do then? For for most people, and I don't mean this as a slam, you know, even I think my house is worth more than what it is. <laughs> and I'm a realtor. Like I accept the fact that my house is not worth as much as what I think it is. But I would list, if you believe your house is worth $200,000, I would list it for one hundred ninety or one ninety five. You know, don't, you're going, I've heard a lot of times with conversations with people who are selling on their own, oh, we left ourselves wiggle room. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. This is not the market, you don't leave wiggle room in this market. You, as sellers, also have to be competitive with other people, still not super competitive, like, when you're in a buyer's market, but... If you, you overprice your house, <clears throat> it's not going to sell. Right. You're already at a disadvantage because this, yeah. you're not... You're, most people are on one platform, and that's Zillow, which would lead me into my next point, which... Okay, so we kind of touched on price, mm -hmm. right? You have to pick um, your price at some point. Do it with the most education you can. <clears throat> right. I would list it on Zillow, Trulia... Um, Realtor.com. Realtor does have an option. Redfin, maybe. Eh. You know, if you're feeling zesty and want to <laughs> <laughs> want to put forth the effort. But I would at least put on Zillow and Trulia and Realtor. I would choose those three specifically. I wouldn't just do Zillow. Fair. Zillow is the most popular one. I would put it on multiple platforms. I would also hire a professional photographer. That's which this is huge. This is probably one of the biggest secret tips that I can give, just hire a professional photographer. Right, they will work for whoever. They you, don't care. They don't care if you're not an agent. If you call them and say, mm -hmm. hi, I'd like to schedule you to take mm -hmm. pictures of my house, they're gonna say, okay. Right, <laughs> and if they are priced anywhere between 150 and 250 bucks, great. Have them look at their portfolio first. Ask them to see their portfolio. Everyone's got a website. You right. can do it yourself. Okay, yes, but if you're selling it on your own, I would go through the extra hoops and be like, you know what, <clears throat> if you haven't checked out the website, make them show you their portfolio, which they're probably going to tell you to go to their website. That's what I would website. do. Um, but I would do that. I would hire a professional photographer. It's well worth it. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, okay, yeah, so sorry. You got to spend a, a little bit of money. A little bit of money, 150, 200 bucks to get your house 
nicely have nice pictures taken. Yeah. Super worth it. The stats are out there that it, it, it matters. Yeah. Um, which is why it for us that's it's a non negotiable. We take professional photos for every house that we do. Um I kinda was on a beeline for something and I totally kinda lost Posting it. Posting it as yeah. many sites as possible with as much quality information as possible. You, you do not need, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Nope. You were about to say it. You do not need a short novella about your house. Guess who doesn't care? Buyers. They do not give a rat. They know if you're close to a fancy restaurant or not. They know where you are, where you're not. Give me the highlights of your house. Tell me what you've <laughs> actually done. What I can't see in pictures. How old are your majors? What have you done? How much do you, you know, love your next door neighbor? I don't care. Um, but keep it short and sweet. Upload nice pictures. Put a good price on it and go. Yeah. What were you going to say? Nothing. You're oh. just describing, I mean, like to keeping it simple, like you're describing for people that want to list their own house and sell their own house uh, on their own, everything they're doing is to not make it look like that. They're trying to sell their own house in a way that looks just like every other house is being listed by mm. realtors. Yes. You get down to it, you're like, professional <clears throat> photos. Well, who does professional photos? Well, we do. Because we're realtors, so, and we know what helps with houses. Yeah. So they're like, don't put a don't long description. Well, who doesn't put long descriptions? Educated people that are going to tell their, their sellers. Like, everything is just kind of culminating to, hey, here's some tips as far as, like, just make it look like another listing. Don't stick out like a FISBO would stick out, because then you may be degrading or detracting from aspects. It's right. kind of what it, Yes, yeah. that is exactly what I'm... 100%. <laughs> well, I'm telling you how to list your house like an educated realtor. There are realtors who don't do professional photos. There are realtors who do super long um, bios. Shouty marketing oh, remarks. Don't, don't do, do that either. either. Yeah, yeah, I love all caps. Well, it's, so much hard, it's so much harder to read. Punctuate. Brand new! Uh, okay. <laughs> <sighs> Carpet is still from 1980. It's a great investment, though. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. It comes with is. pet dog. Uh, not my house. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that would be... Oh, We're, nice. We do want... Corey just got, for those of you listening, not watching, Corey just got, like, a mouthful of Molly's tongue. She <laughs> snuck it in there. That's disgusting. <laughs> Um, go ahead, Jess. No, nope, don't list your house with us. Just don't do it. <laughs> like, I have no problem teaching you how to sell your house on your own because here's what's going to happen. It, it, this has happened multiple times with multiple, even for sale by owners. How many times does my phone ring because they need help? Mm -hmm. Now, people won't tell you that. I'm not trying to be like, ooh, you need us. You don't. You don't. However, However. you're going to run into questions. And the other agent is looking, if, if an agent brings you a buyer, they're supposed to be looking out for their buyer. They're not supposed to be looking out for, G, for you. Yep. So, so uh, your home is listed yeah. on Zillow and Realtor and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And people call you and they legitimately want to see it. Mm -hmm. Like a real showing. Not an agent trying to get you to list. Okay. Then what? Um, I would have a sign-in sheet. I would make if it's if it's a realtor, you know, they need they're gonna have you sign a uh, authorization to show. You have 
it ha that has to get signed. That's a document that we need. Um, that's how we get paid. Right. Don't care if you don't like it. That's the way that it is. Um, and if anyway, I, don't, I won't go down that bunny trail. Um, if it's just a person wanting to come and take a look at your house, get their information. Yep. If they will not give you their information, don't let them in your house. It's, it's, it's literally as crazy as what Craigslist used to be, because Craigslist can be totally random. That's why I like Facebook Marketplace. I know exactly who these people are yeah. that are messaging me, to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I have pictures, I have information, <clears throat> all is good jazz. So, um, I would make them sign in. I'd make them leave their name, their phone number, and potentially an email address. Really all you need is their name and their phone number. Yep. So that's what I would do. Keep track of that for every legitimate showing mm -hmm. you have. Mm -hmm. And realtors too. Have the realtors sign the stuff and sign in. Um, I would also make sure that you have a schedule that allows for you to have your house to be shown, which is tough. You guys work during the, I mean, we work too. <laughs> you work from <clears throat> a, a real job. specific you, location. Right. Like, I get that some of you work nine to fives, so you can only show it at night. I totally understand that. Guess who doesn't have those schedules? Like, everybody has different schedules. Sometimes people are off on a Wednesday right. in the middle of the week, randomly, and they're like, Let's go take a look at a house at like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. People who work second shift, third shift, like e even other people with real jobs. <laughs> they have schedules that are not necessarily 9 to 5, so they need to be able to see. You need to make it as convenient and easy as possible for people to see your home if they're legitimately interested buyers. Mm -hmm. So then you get an offer. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Now what? Well, then you're going to have to... <laughs> It depends on what's important to you <laughs> with your offer. I mean, I'm going to write and submit you an offer if I'm a buyer's agent, and all the dates are spelled out in there. You need uh, to read it, though. Yeah. Like, we know what the likes <clears throat> to look for and what to find out and what a standard contract says versus what maybe the special agreements say. But, like, if you don't, you should probably read all nine pages. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not... It's, if you get an offer from a realtor, it's not going to be on the one that you can, the contract that you can get from Lowe's or Home Depot right. or whatever for free. It's not going to be on that. Mm -mm. Oh, backtracking mm -hmm. um, to before you're listening, I would have like a seller's disclosure. I would find a generic one ah. of those. Um, and you're also going to have to sign a lead-based paint. The buyer's agent should be able to provide that to you, though. That's yeah. not a big deal. But you should come up with some version of a seller's disclosure mm -hmm. for yourself. Yeah. It's a good call. Yeah. Um, seller's disclosure is way different than, like, the updates that you've done. Totally, totally different. But now, fast forward back to where we're at, getting an offer. Yeah, I would read it. Like, sorry. It's going to take some time. It's probably going to be confusing. Phone a friend. Um, you can figure but, it out, though. Right. And if you come to terms and you agree on everything and you're officially under contract, yep. then... You as a seller, just wait for the buyer to schedule inspections. Mm -hmm. But also, you need to call a title company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pick one, any title company. Mm -hmm. We have ours. There's a million. 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident every deal that we've done with a first sale by owner has asked us when we're closing. It's not my job. It's not my job to, to schedule the closing for you, the yeah. seller. Missouri is one of the last weird states out there where buyers and sellers do not have to close at the same table at the same time. You can close at different times, different tables, and quite honestly, most of the buyers don't even want to see you anyway. So... Well, and like, so when we have the buyer who's buying a house listed by owner, mm -hmm. um, I'll submit it to the title company like normal. And usually our processor, who's the most amazing human in the world, will be like, who's the seller using? And I'll say, truthfully, I don't know. They didn't say they probably don't have anyone. Mm -hmm. Here's their information if you want to reach out. Most of the time, they do reach out. We just use the same title company and everything's great. I really hope that my processor doesn't actually like cuss me for giving her that like putting that on her <laughs> I just thought about that but um I've never encountered a for sale by owner who had their own title company like ready to go right they usually they probably get this call from our processor and are like oh oh yeah we'll use you guys that's fine like I didn't even know I assume making right. an assumption whatever right and I don't want you guys to think that if you're trying to sell your house on your own, that, you know, I specifically, you, Corey, don't want to work with you, that's not the case. Most of the times that I've worked with for sale by owners, my buyers get a way better deal. So I always look at for sale by owners first. Like, I will scour for for sale by owners to find. Mm -hmm. Because likely they've been sitting out there, they've been beat up by agents, all they want to do is just sell their house. That's all they want to do. Um, so I love working with for sale by owners. And as long as it sounds like a good deal to them, right. they're typically willing to agree to it. So oh. I do not mind working with for sale by owners at all. Um, and typically you end up having a really nice relationship. Yeah, typically the seller is not a massive jerk or anything like no. that. In like, we make it sound like sometimes you, it, that is the case. It's typically not. Um, I think it's like a facade <clears throat> that they put up. Because they get the most annoying phone calls in the world from people who are not serious. Yep. But then once you, like, are serious, have started to develop a legitimate relationship that's not like, hi, list with me. Right. They're not jerks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you start treating them like people. Um, treating you like people. Uh, but that's kind of what I'm moving towards is, will I be willing to help you with questions that do not negatively affect my client, sure. Like, oh, hey, can you, because agents do it all the time. They're like, oh, man, when's closing? What time are you guys closing again? You know, get, oh, I forget what day is, you know, day 10 of inspections. It gets confusing. And if you don't write it down, you're going to forget. Thank God I have a support, you know, system here that helps me also make sure that I am counting days correctly. And all yeah, that Corey. Yeah. Um, so and that's that's really it. I mean, if hopefully, hopefully you had a buyer's agent write you an offer, and it's not just another Joe Schmo off the street. Yeah, I can't imagine what that's like. That would scare the crap out of me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't have any advice for that. Hire an attorney. Like, I I don't. I would <laughs> I would do the same thing. I would say hire an attorney, and both of you agree to split the cost. Yeah. Like I, I, for sure. It's the safest thing. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. people get real petty during 
the whole process. And man, I can't imagine a, like you and I negotiating against each other as regular people, not as realtors, as regular people. Oh, can you imagine? Ooh. Yeah. Hire an attorney <laughs> or a lawyer, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Whoever, get somebody to, to, to help you do the paperwork. So assume that it is a buyer's agent that wrote them an offer. Mm -hmm. They should help you at least get through the major timelines because mm -hmm. truly, like as a seller, there's less for you to do. Right. Um, and then pro tip, I guess this isn't the only other like good one that I can think of, is if you are working on counter offers or mm -hmm. an inspection negotiation, the only thing that matters is the last thing that was agreed on. So like in a counter offer, you can have seven counters, but if you all agree on that last one, that and the original contract are all that matter. Anything mm -hmm. that was discussed in between is null and void. Mm -hmm. S same with inspections, except there's not like the original thing to go on. So like whatever is last agreed on is the only thing that matters. So like if you talked about something in the middle that didn't make its way on that last sheet, it's not a thing and that has cost we've heard of people losing money from that before because mm -hmm. they didn't realize. So that's the only reason I wanted to like emphasize it is like, you might've talked about it two uh, counters ago, but like it's not there now. So it doesn't count. Right. I hope that makes sense to a normal human. Well, yeah. <laughs> it did to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, that's really, that's really it. Yeah. Like, I can't go into super depth. It, the buyer's agent and the title company should hold your hand through the rest. It would be like a 45-minute episode <laughs> if we went into full detail. But uh, So to recap, recap and then we'll bounce out. Um, recap, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, Say recap again. I'm trying to get the frog out of my throat. Blah. <clears throat> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Uh, declutter. Get professional photos. Spend taken. the money on professional pictures. Mm -hmm. um, write a brief, just a brief, something that's probably about four sentences. Just a clear and concise listing. Yep. Like Concise was the word I was going to go for there, too. I was thinking about that. <laughs> nice. Um, and make sure that you... Either state when you can do showings. I would That'd be a backtrack to that. I would state your availability. Yeah. For showings. Like if it if it changes, I get that you can't do that. Right. Like but if, if you you're normally a, available Monday through Friday, six to eight, and like one Wednesday you're not free. Like okay. Yeah. But like I, I would give your availabilities openly to people. Um, Collect information at showings. Yep. Make sure that you actually know who's in your house and have a way to follow up with them. Even if you're not going to follow up with them, totally your call. Have their information in one central location. Mm -hmm. um, and then just pay attention to when paperwork starts coming at you with offers and contracts and all that good stuff. Just yeah. make sure you read it. Ask questions if you want to. Some Whoever you're asking that question to might or might not be able to answer it, but... If you're confused, it's worth a shot at least. Right. Um, make sure that you have a good relationship with the title company that you're using. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. This is good stuff. <laughs> Molly's got to pee. close on your house. I don't <clears throat> understand. 
sorry. What just happened here? I, I knew that she had to go to the bathroom, so oh. she was doing her dance. This is this is great. This is a great episode. People don't care. Look at that. They got a little bit of movement in the video this week. It was awesome. They also got it last week, I think, too. Um, no, I'm with you 100%. That's it. Collecting from you. Tyler company. Boom. Words. Words. Um, Keep going. This is great. We're done. So. <laughs> so That's it. <laughs> Selling your house is not crazy difficult. It's not crazy difficult. The part that we really get paid for is all of the after-hour phone calls mm -hmm. that and emails that... Negotiations and understanding the paperwork inside and out. And really, like, we're... We're really market marketeers, marketing wizards. That's a large amount of what we had paid for. It's to market the house properly so that it stands out above other houses. Yes. That's really where we make our money and knowing a boatload of vendors and stuff like that. Like that's, you're paying for convenience. <clears throat> yep. Is basically what you're paying for. A concierge, if you will. Mm, yes. Yeah. I like C words. Apparently. Coffee contracts and cocktails. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> Cringy. C word for you. Uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, hopefully you guys have a great week, and we'll catch up with you uh, for another episode next time. Bye. <laughs>